Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. 1 Corinthians 1.18 Indeed, dear friends, the cross is the power of God, and to God be the glory for such power. What a great way to start our broadcast as we go back to the cross of Christ. And today, dear friends, we will visit Calvary and the cross of Christ in our study today. First of all, a thank you to our Jay Webb and greetings to everyone. Jay does such a gracious job in welcoming you to our broadcast. And Jay will tell you about a couple of good things about International Gospel Hour throughout our broadcast. Permit me to say, dear friends, that if you hear something on this broadcast and you are curious or you're looking for further study material, please reach out to us. You can easily access us at our website, internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us your information. We would love to hear from you. We are grateful for individuals that uh, will tell me when they run into me, I heard your broadcast, or thank you for this, or thank you for the material that you've sent us. We are always grateful to hear from our listeners of the International Gospel Hour broadcast. So keep tuning in, and as I always say as I end the program, keep listening. In Luke 23, verse 33, the Bible simply says, And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. There they crucified him. These four words express an amazing event in this world. The power of God coming to man through the love of God unto man in order that man may be saved. Had Jesus not been crucified, dear friends, we would not have any hope in this life, nor in the life hereafter. Those four words, there they crucified him, brought everything to the center. It all met right there. Through the crucifixion of Christ, the world had a hope that was never available before, but it is available now. There they crucified him. We're going to think on those four words in just a moment, but first, a few other words about our work at International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, the International Gospel Hour has been heard over the radio. Did you know through God's will that we've been blessed to remain on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends? That's why you will never hear us asking for money or for any type of donation from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We plea for you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you always for listening. Let's continue our broadcast. And now, here's Jeff. There they crucified him. Let's talk about 
there. The place of Jesus' crucifixion is called Golgotha, and in the Hebrew, and in Calvary in Latin. Both mean skull, and whether there were skulls laying around or the place that resembled a skull, it was a terrible place of pain and execution. Some years ago, my beloved bride and I took a trip to what we refer to as the Holy Lands, and we saw what was believed to be Golgotha. This place of a skull is believed to be within the building of what is now called the Church of the Holy Sepulcher. It is inside. And while that is in the city limits now, we understand that crucifixion was done outside the city limits, Hebrews 13:12, and the crucifixion of Christ indicated that Jesus was like the scapegoat of Leviticus 16 to where the sins of the people were laid on the scapegoat or the goat's head and then sent off into the wilderness to send sins away. Jesus being outside the city, the holy city, if you will, the sins are taken away. So when we think about there, the location, and it, it does, even the stone there resembles a skull or believed to where Jesus was crucified, it does kind of indicate a skull-looking place, a hill called Mount Calvary, as the old hymn goes. But, dear friends, know this, there... He bore our sins in his own body on the tree, 1 Peter 2.24. There they crucified him. Let's talk about the they. When we consider the word they, it includes much more than just the soldiers that nailed Jesus to the cross. It would include the Jewish leaders, the Jewish people, Pilate, Herod, Caiaphas, all of mankind, and even you and me. Because his death was caused by our sins. Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 53 verse 5, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. And affirmed, and we know that prophecy came true with his death upon the cross, to where Paul would write in Romans 5 and verse 8, But God demonstrates His own love toward us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Our sins, dear friends, took the Savior to the cross. We are the they. Third, there they crucified Him. This again from Luke 23, 33. Let's talk about the third word in that phrase, crucified. When you study crucifixion in and of itself, it is said that the Persians invented crucifixion, but the Romans perfected it. And you know, dear friends, it was a standard day's work for the Roman soldier during that time. It was a horrible means of death. It caused incredible pain, and the agony was prolonged, and in short, The one that was crucified actually smothered to death. It wasn't necessarily the shedding of the blood or the loss of blood, but the one crucified actually smothered to death. For example, the sagging on the cross allowed the lungs to fill with fluid, and the one crucified would push upward for relief to breathe 
but that affected the legs and the leg muscles with a tremendous amount of trembling until the legs had to rest and the body sagged back downward. Now, when you look at pictures of crucifixion, there's usually a little small pole that the person would sit on or, if you will, you know, to set and balance on the best they could. And even that in and of itself is quite uncomfortable. It's like when you sit, as in the old saying, you straddle a fence, one leg on one side, one leg on the other. But, folks, it was much more miserable than that. And so as the body would go up to breathe and sag back down. The preaching of the apostles affirmed the suffering of Christ. In Acts 3, verse 18, Peter proclaimed, along with John, but those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets, that the Christ would suffer, he has thus fulfilled. In Acts 17, in verse 3, on Mars Hill, Paul said, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, This Jesus, whom I preach to you, is the Christ. The Scripture is true. Christ also suffered for us. 1 Peter 2, verse 21. Oh, that word crucified is a horrendous word. But it is a heavenly word for us as we thank the Lord for what He has done for us. Dear friends, would you like to know more about that wonderful Savior? Is it time to stop and say, I need to know more about God's will for my life? We are blessed to offer free Bible courses in a number of ways. We have one through our friends at the World Bible School. It is an online Bible course, and our J-Webb will tell you more about it. We have an exceptional online Bible course we'd like to offer. Like all our offerings, it is absolutely free and available through our friends at World Bible School. All you'll need to do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You'll be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. It's a great opportunity. And again, we offer a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now, let's keep pursuing God's Word. There they crucified Him. Let's talk about Him, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus not only died for our sins, you know, actually, He took our place. And when we reflect upon the cross, this should cause us to remember, you know, that should have been me. But Jesus took my place. Second Corinthians 5.19, it says that God made Him to be sin for us, speaking of Christ who knew no sin. His death presented His sacrifice for us. And as we've noted, His suffering for us, and only through the cross of Jesus Christ can we be saved. There they crucified Him. And in the words of Paul of 2 Corinthians 9.15, Thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift. How grateful we are to God. It is through the cross of Christ that I can believe in Christ, knowing of His sacrifice. It's through the cross of Christ that I can repent of my sins, as He commanded in Luke 13.5. It's through the cross of Christ that I can confess Him as the Son of God, as Peter did in Matthew 16.16 in the eunuch in Acts 8.37. I can make a confession from the heart unto salvation with the mouth, Romans 10.9 and 10. 
And when I'm baptized into Christ, I'm baptized into His death. I'm baptized into the cross, into the death of Christ, where there is hope and remission, and my sins are washed away. I'm risen to walk in newness of life, just like He rose up from the dead that third day and is on the right hand of the Father. Thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift. Dear friends, I hope you enjoyed this study today. Hope it helped. And we'll continue our studies together another time. And thanks for joining me always on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. Until next time, I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.